In our society today, we have a tendency not to want to have concrete decisions. We don't want somebody to say you either do it this way or you don't do it at all. Or if you do it this way and not that way, you're going to be right or you're going to be wrong if you do it that way. Consequently, we as people, we'd rather have a wishy-washy room to make latitude for us to go one way or the other. But God's Word says it's this way or it's not at all. Turn with me, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 15 and following. We as Christians should have a desire to be exactly, to know exactly what God expects of us. And even at that as being a Christian, Sometimes we want some distance to be able to vacillate back and forth. Chapter 30, verse 15, and it says, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil, and that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His way, and to keep His commandments, his statutes, his judgment, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you have possessed. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear and are not drawn away, worshiping other God and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish you shall not prolong your days in the land which you've crossed over the Jordan to go into. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live that you may love the Lord your God and that you may obey His voice and that you may cling to Him for He is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them. Listen closely to what He's saying. You either choose life, God's way, or you choose death, the devil's way. It's just that simple. What are we desiring in our life today? He says, today I'm giving you that choice. You have a choice either to acknowledge Jesus or not to acknowledge Jesus. Now then, I know tonight virtually everybody in this room is saved and you're saying, well, you're not talking to me. Oh, but I am talking to you because each one of us as believers, we have to make that choice in every decision we make. Are you going to choose to walk with God? Or are you going to choose to walk in the world? 
It's up to you. You have that choice. You have that freedom. God says, even as we are set free in the liberty of Christ Jesus, we still have directions to walk, to follow Him. It's so easy to get caught up in the world, and the world says, well, that's not all that bad. That's not, that's not a terrible, awful, bad thing. And God says, if it doesn't bring glory to me, it's sin. It's wrong. We don't need to do it. And he says today, this minute, this hour, this very second, you have the opportunity to make a choice. You either choose to walk with God or you choose to walk in the world. And he says there are consequences. Now, we certainly don't like consequences. I knew as growing up as a, as a youngster at home, if I didn't obey what my mother and father said, there was going to be consequences to pay, and I didn't like them. My father could whistle louder than any one human being I ever knew in my life. And I could be three blocks away, or further, and I could hear him whistle. When he whistled, that didn't mean, now you think about coming home. That didn't mean when you finish what you're doing, you come home. When he whistled and you heard that whistle, we knew you headed home right then and you took the shortest route to get there. When God speaks, folks, we need to be tuned in to hear his word and we need to be tuned in to do what he's asking us to do. In verse 17, he says, But your hearts turn away so that you do not hear or are, not, are drawn away from the worship of, to other gods. Folks, when you're not walking with Jesus, you're going to worship other gods. Something is going to take first place in your life. Either God's going to or something else that's not of God. Now are we going to put God first in our lives? Are we truly are we truly going to accept today God says I'm right here we just we just got through singing I'd rather have Jesus than anything. Do we really mean that? Do we truly really really mean that or is that just words of a song? It's, it's pretty song. He says it's up to you. Verse 18, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish if you shall prolong and shall not prolong your life in the land which you've crossed over the Jordan to go. In other words, what God has given you, if you choose not to serve Him, you're going to lose what He's given you. You're not going to, now, that's not talking about, not talking about salvation. If you know Jesus is Lord and Savior, you're not going to lose that. But you're going to lose the blessings thereof. Now, I, uh, I had, I've had many people say to me, well, Brother Mac, do you really think that one of these days we're going to be presented crowns when we stand before? I said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Well, what, what kind of crowns are you going to? Well, we're going to get this, going to get that. But what are you going to do with them? I can't wear five crowns. What am I going to do? Well, the Word of God says I'm going to lay them at the altar of God in worshiping and honoring Him. Why in the world do we want to wait 
until we stand before him to honor him. Why not honor God today? How? By obeying him, by putting him first, by making him the God of our lives. He says, I call heaven and earth to witness today against you that I have set before you life, death. I am calling the whole world and heaven to be a witness that I have made it possible for you to either be saved eternally and walk with me or to die and spend an eternity separated from God. Your choice. Your choice. Say, well, I know that I'm saved and I know I'm going to heaven, so that doesn't affect me yet. Yes, it does affect you because as we live each and every day, God sees how we respond to Him. I, uh, I was asked one time, do I believe God has a, has a checklist? And he says, well, today Mac did pretty good. Uh, yesterday he didn't do so good. No, I don't think he has a checklist, but I do think he knows when I put him first and when I don't put him first, according to this. He says, you're going to perish. You're not going to enjoy the blessings. You're not going to have all the blessings that I have given set forth for you. And in verse 20, it says that you may love the Lord your God and that you may obey his voice and that you may cling to him. He is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell in the land which the Lord has sworn unto your fathers, forefathers. He is your life. He is your life. In Psalms chapter 27, verse 1, it says, The Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Now just in this short little verse, he says, the Lord God is my life. He's going to direct my path every place I go. You know, I'm, the older I get, the blinder I get. I used to could see almost as good as a cat in the dark, literally. But now in the, even in the house, in the dark, first thing I reach for is my little flashlight. Because I can't see past the end of my nose when it's dark. Now let me tell you. When it comes to living for God, God will set a light before you as far as how we need to live. He is our light. He's a light within my heart. He's a light that shines on my path. He is the light through the power of God the Holy Spirit that gives me direction as I walk each and every day and as I serve Him. He is my light. Not only is He my light, but through His light, he is my salvation. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, he said over there in Deuteronomy, you have to make a choice. You can either choose to perish or you can choose to live. What's your choice going to be? Here in Psalms, he said, he is my salvation. 
today, I pray that you can say, I know that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, Jesus Christ is my salvation. I know that I trust him. Beyond that, he says, then whom shall I fear? If God is my life and God is my salvation, then I should have no fear whatsoever. For the word of God says, if I'm saved, I'm saved eternally. I belong to God. And if I belong to God, the word of God says nothing or no one can take me out of God's hands. I'm in God's hands. I'm protected. I'm saved. I belong to him. Why should I fear? Why should I fear? It says I have no fear. Whom shall I fear? And uh, I love this next one. He says he's my strength. He's my strength. There's so many times I am, I am learning as, uh, as my hair gets grayer that I have to depend more and more. You notice I didn't say as I get older. But as my hair gets grayer, I've learned that I have to depend more and more upon God's strength rather than on my, and I'm talking about physical. I'm not talking about spiritual. I've always had to depend on God for spiritual strength. But I'm talking about physical strength. I have to depend upon God for physical strength. Every time I, every time I start up those steps, I, I was thinking in my mind the other day, I was I, I come in here and kind of wander around and pray, and, and my mind goes back in, in time of things that happened here. And I can remember the years that there wasn't a railing. And I would literally take every other step going up on that pulpit. Didn't think anything about it. Man, I just hopped up there and nothing to it. As y'all well know now, I walk to the railing, I get a hold of the railing, and I take one step at a time. Is that because I don't want to fall? No, that's because I can't take every other step anymore. And I have to say, Lord God, give me the strength just to climb up there. And you know he has. He does. But he says... I have no fear. He is my strength. He is my salvation. He is my life. And then lastly, he says, I will not fear anyone. Listen. Of whom shall I be afraid? I'm not going to be afraid of anything. No one can take my life from God. Oh, I may die physically, but spiritually I'm going to live forever. I love the, I love the song that we did at Mom's, at Mom's memorial. It says, she's more alive now than she ever had been. And boy, I'm telling you, that's the truth. When you get to be with Jesus, you're going to be more alive than you've ever been in your entire life. Now then, let me read another verse for us right quickly. Uh, as quick as I can get my eyes focused on it here. Verse 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy upon me and answer me. When you say, seek my face, 
my heart says to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not have me fors- do not forsake me. O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me in the smooth path because of mine enemies. Do not deliver me in the will of my adversities. For false witnesses have raised up against me, and such as brethren have violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed. Have you really turned it over to God? In the land of the living, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. All of this that we have looked at today basically said, put your faith in God and wait on him. Wait on Him. Trust Him in everything you do. Trust Him in every decision you make. And He says, today, this hour, this minute, this second, I set before you a choice. You either choose to walk with God or you choose to walk in the world. Hannah is the little example I gave. When you hear God whistle, take the most direct route there is to get to him. Get right to him. And he'll bless you. Lord God, I thank you and I praise your name for your word. I thank you, Lord God, that we can trust you. We thank you, Lord God, that you bless us in such a mighty way. Now, Lord, I pray that you will remind us each and every day that we need to make that decision for you. We need to decide every day that we're going to be obedient to you. We're going to walk with you. We're going to walk the path that you set before us. We're going to be a witness, a testimony for Christ Jesus. I continue to bless these, your people, Father. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen.